Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. This city used to have a ton of roller skating rinks. In fact, an old Post-Gazette article we found put together what it called an incomplete list of 25 different rinks. All but a couple, of course, are closed now. But there's a new group in town trying to reacquaint Greater Pittsburgh with the sport and make it accessible for everyone. I'm with Rico Rucker and Dana Bannon from the Pittsburgh Skate Collaborative, talking about Pittsburgh's heyday, their own skating origins, and their best tips for anyone looking to lace up. It's Monday, November 20th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. I was six years old and we had moved to Wilkinsburg and there was this lady who was living next door to me and three, five, six times a week, she's running out the house and she has her skates in her hand and her skate bag. And she's like, bye mom. I'll see you later. We're going to Ohio. We're going to Detroit. And I'm like, where's this lady going? And it just looked it so fun. So one day I was like, where are you going with those skates? She's like, oh, I skate all over the place. And at six years old, I was like mind blown and was so (laughs) excited because I've heard of roller skating, but I never like, I would just see the skates in the store. I never knew the bigger picture. So one day, Miss, it happened to be Mrs. Donna and Mrs. Donna told my mom, she said, I need you to get him some roller skates. I'll start taking him skating. He's going to be amazing. And 32 years later, I have been skating with her ever since. (laughs) Dana, I know you started skating a little later in life. What do you love about it? The biggest thing is, is that it brings me immense joy. My life is so stressful. I run and own a business. I have three children. Uh, So roller skating has really fed this part of me that was dormant for a long time. I always danced growing up. I love dancing. And... I don't think I realized that part of me that was dead inside um, until I started roller skating. And I was like, oh, my God, I can like be around people and listen to great music and be free and do this thing that brings me complete joy. You know, in researching this, we found we didn't realize this, that cities kind of have their own distinct style of skating, um, signature moves and things. We've been working. Does Pittsburgh have like a distinct style? Are there any things that you like any inside tracks you can share? So there is this thing called the Pittsburgh Stride and it originated in Homewood. So all the elders who are like Miss Donna's age, a group of like 30 of them all moved to Atlanta. So when I moved to Atlanta nine years ago, I reconnected with all of them. 
and they kept it alive. They never stopped it. And they have the whole Atlanta doing the Pittsburgh Homewood stride. And it blows me away because they do it better than us. But when we're in Chicago, Chicago has their own style of skating, and it's called the JB Skating in honor of James Brown. And you have to Google these things, Megan, because you'll be able to see JB Skating, and you're like, <gasps> so yes, every city has their niche. Yeah. So now you two are trying to get more people excited about the culture, the vibe, and make it all more accessible than it's been in years past. Tell me about your group, the Pittsburgh Skate Collaborative, that's SK8, how it got started and maybe what you were expecting, at least at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is there is a very original group of people that are in Pittsburgh, right? And go to the rink and have a very strong presence, right? We just want to expand on that. We want more options. We want accessibility. We want, if you can't drive, you should be able to roller skate still, right? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get to the Neville Island yeah. Roller Drome, which is, I think, the only one I'm aware of. It's the it, only it, it's, one. It's impossible to get there if you're not, don't have a ton of time for a bus right. or a car. Right. And mm-hmm. there's only two rinks left in Allegheny County. There's Eden Park in McKeesport, and they don't operate all the time. Um, so Neville is really the only option that's around 365. And it's very inaccessible. It's very hard. And we need something in city limits. So really, the the Pittsburgh Skate Collaborative is just a group of people that started bitching, (laughs) (laughs) right? And essentially fell in love with Rico because Rico was already doing this. Rico has been doing advocacy way before Pittsburgh Skate existed. But what the Pittsburgh Skate Collaborative did was kind of come together and be like, well, let's make this an advocacy group. Let's make this about getting people to give a shit about roller skating again, because the more people that see it and care about it, the better it's going to be, right? If we come and bring the idea of a roller skating rink to somebody, a developer, the URA. That's the Urban Redevelopment Authority. Whoever, city parks, and they know about roller skating and know it's cool and know it's a worthwhile investment, we're more likely to get further than if they're like, well, nobody does roller skating, like that's dumb. So it really started out as just trying to advocate and get more skating in more communities with Mm -hmm. pop-ups. That kind of became difficult because nobody wants to let you roller skate in their spaces. Yes, Megan. Wait, really? Like, I mean, I can imagine like, you know, basketball courts, tennis courts, if you can find one that doesn't have a million cracks in it or weeds everywhere. There is a huge issue with roller skaters being kicked off of multi-use courts and pickleball courts, tennis courts, basketball courts, publicly funded parks are putting signs up, pickleball only, basketball only. And to me, that seems a little weird. There is no reason why if no one is on a tennis court, I and my children should not be allowed to roller skate on it. Do you like to dance? 
look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch, we'll mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm, because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend, and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Rico, I want to talk about some of your advocacy work that Dana alluded to. A few years ago, the Urban Redevelopment Authority called for plans to redevelop the Homewood Coliseum, and you were a finalist. You wanted to restore the roller rink that used to be there, but ultimately the URA rejected you and the other finalist. And I know it's not clear what's going to happen next, but I'm curious what it's felt like from your experience, you know, just trying to do this kind of work in Pittsburgh. So. I'm going to try to control my emotions, Megan, because it has touched a very sensitive place in my body. Because coming from an underprivileged community like Homewood, it has been very hard fighting against these systems that were designed to keep us suppressed and keep us poor. And we have to beg. And then we have neighborhoods like Shadyside and East Liberty who are using our narrative to go build Hunt's Armory. The Armory, of course, has an indoor ice rink. It's in Shadyside. The URA recently sold it to the Penguins. There's some Black people who play hockey. I get it. But Black people roller skate. It's an urban thing. And we have been shut out of places because, like, when our roller skating rinks are getting closed down or they're putting in rules such as no headphones, no baggy pants, no shirts or no hats, they're doing everything in their power to basically just like shut us out. And it's so not fair. We got this close, Megan, to getting the Coliseum. We came down to one out of two. And Homewood's the last community to get gentrified. And I'm sorry I have to be honest. We've seen what happened on the Hill. We've seen what happened in Lomer. And Homewood's like, oh, hell no, it ain't happening here. And I'm being very clear when it comes to how I feel about my community because they feel left out. They feel like they don't have a voice. We need a blessing that is going to empower the residents to become community stakeholders and take back our community and want to feel like they're a part of something again. And I have been fighting tooth and nail and I have prayed for God to send me people to help me make this dream come true. And when God sent me Dana Bannon, like it was such the right time. And Dana has been such a blessing since she's came in my life. And she sees the vision, she knows the dream, and she busts her ass to make it happen. And all we want to do is provide safe spaces and change, be a part of the change we want to see and a part of the healing process. But if the URA does not utilize Homewood Community Advocates, that project will not succeed. It will be another August Wilson Center. 
It'll be another conglomerate, ginormous waste of money that sits there empty because the community needs to feel involved. They need to feel like they are a part of it. They need to feel like it is going to benefit their children, their grandchildren, their future children, or else they will not, they, it will not succeed. Here, here. So I guess we're going to keep watching for news on the Homewood Coliseum. In the meantime, since you're both experienced skaters, I'm wondering if maybe you have any pointers for folks who might want to try skating for the first time, or maybe they're like me and would be coming back for the first time in like 20 years. It's like riding a bike, Megan. Listen, Are you sure? I, listen, I didn't roller skate as a child. I went like three times. Maybe I was more of an ice skater because we didn't have a roller skating rink where I grew up. But I started roller skating almost only two years ago. I'm 40 years old. You know how scary it is to put get yourself on wheels at 40? Look, I do because I went recently for a friend's birthday and I felt like a baby giraffe yes. learning how to walk again yes. for the first time. And you should. Bad. And you can be awful at it and still enjoy it. I promise. Like I love you, Megan. It's true. It's very awkward and weird. Come to skate class. We'll get you right, Megan. Come to skate class. Mondays <laughs> and Tuesdays at youth places, 7-Eleven West Commons in the former Cardinal Wright Elementary School. Um, we're in the gym, 6.30. And uh, we have everything from people that have never skated and are young to people that have never skated and are 80. We have people that are amazing skaters that will help you. And it's a really great welcoming it's a loose environment, so you can kind of just do whatever and be whatever, and it's great. Um, so that's like the first place I would suggest. Uh, the second thing is is um, they do offer lessons at Neville on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and then we are starting up our winter skate nights at Vellum Fermentation in Southside, and we do 5 to 7.30 is all ages. And then 7.30 to 10 is adults. Um, and the adult skate is really just because they're not looking for little kids. So it's not about being a good skater. It's just we're playing adult music and it's more of an adult environment. You can also just like buy roller skates and skate in your house. Like it's fine. Do whatever you got to do. That's what I love about it. It can be an independent thing or it can be a group. Yeah, it sounds like y'all have got a full roster of events. Um, if you are interested, you can find Rico Rucker and Dana Bannon on social and online at PGH Skate. That's SK8.org. Megan, you're awesome. Thank you for this platform and this opportunity. We are so thankful to have you. If you want to support Pittsburgh Skate Collaborative, they're actually raising money right now to buy a portable roller rink floor that they can take to parks, to school gyms, to streets all across the city. And if you want to attend one of their skate nights, one of their skate schools, then you're in luck because the next open skate is actually tonight. It's a potluck at Youth Places on the north side at 6.30 to 8.30. Come by a little bit early if you've got some extra food to share. It's all free and there will be line dancing. We'll have have a link to this, to their fundraiser, and to all their upcoming events in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, leave us a nice rating, a good review, and make sure you're subscribed to that Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. Remember, you can find all of our content from the podcast, the newsletter, always on our website. That's pittsburgh.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon. I'm really hard on pickleball. 
And it's like a running joke. Like if they're like my arch nemesis, but I also kind of want to be like, but teach me your ways. It, I mean, it is an excellent marketing campaign. Right. Whatever it's, they did, they did it right. Whoever runs their their PR and marketing, like kudos. And then can we have you? Yeah, like please, because you're the shit. Because however you did it, it's working and it's successful. 